getting ready to do some grow talk. How you doing, Scotty? Mr. Scotty Real? Hey, uh, I'm good, sir. How are you? Enough about me. Ex- Let's talk about you, dude. I am stoked. I'm packing up. I'm actually putting some orange gasm in my grinder here and ready to today is a show about growing cannabis. We're all going to learn together. Uh, give you a little show preview here uh, before we get into it. Grower questions are built off dudegrows.com. That's our home base. Is that what we call it? Home I like base. It. Headquarters. Uh, so you can, anybody can get their dank nugs up there, grower questions, go over there, use the search bar, check it out. Wealth of knowledge happening. But today for a dank nug, eat those cookies by none other, Scotty, than me, Chief. Whoa. The Meath yeah. Chief is back, sir, with a dank I guess, nug? I guess so. Yeah, there's been a bit of ethos going around in the dank nugs, man, putting on the dank grower questions. And what's up, Meath Chief? We have a better noob strain to grow, question mark, by Joy One Love. Looking for is there easier strains to grow than others from seed? Um, I got some recommendations, so stay tuned for that. Okay. And next question would be titled Dear Diary by Darth Calty Vader. Okay, I dig on that. I got Um, it, man. I got it. Cultivator. He's probably in a cult, too. Talking, hey, a grow cult might not be that bad. Are we we cultish? Do we separate people from their families, man? That's that's usually the sign of a cult. We might have hung out with a grow cult at the Emerald Cup. So (laughs) if if we wanted to call it or not, they had cool teepees and good hot chocolate. So they got us. Rejected by a cult, man. You know, cults reject a lot of people. (laughs) <laughs> like they don't Your want diary. troublemakers. Man, you know? Yeah, I think we would be rejected. Dear Diary, a little bit about a grow diary here. I hope you guys are keeping a grow diary and let's talk about it. And also Noob Grower by Ozark82. Got permission from the wife and new grower coming on board. Let's help them outfit the space, see what we can do. That's always fun when you got a decent space. What do you guys recommend? Very open-ended question, but we can give some suggestions for sure. Excellent. Before we hop into the show, man, you guys making the show happen. If you want to hear about the benefits, listen up. Dudegrows.com forward slash support. Come on over there. $10 a month. Right away, you're going to be able to order some free seeds, some seeds here now. Best Coast Genetics. These are solid ass good genetics. Not some cheesy freebies that aren't that good. Not some undank bag seed, even though I don't want to shit on bag seed. I'm going to get myself in trouble here. Um, but thanks to seeds here now. If you don't know the best seed bank out there, check them out. We're shopping over there. Coupon code DUDE10 will help you out. Scotty's up in the game with 30% off recharge for any of you growing a recharge out there supporting the show. And the giveaways are back. The DGC grower hookups. When you're logged into Patreon, you'll see in the recent post, the last one was just done with the Niwa controller. Um, The next one is up now. HLG 350R, Horticultural Lighting Group 350R. Uh, This can do up to, I think, a four by four space. Replaces a 600 watt HID bulb. And is the bomb, guys, is the bomb. There's a link here. If you guys want to go over and check out Horticulture Lighting Group, I think about a $600 value here to win this light. All you need to do is be supporting the show, logged into Patreon, and make a comment. And I'm going to do the giveaway. I think it's September 6th or 7th. It says in the post, going over to Patreon, dudegrows.com forward slash support if you have not already, and support this show, support this content, which will support your growth. I got to get more Al Sharpton training. Does he have a seminar? Because is it more powerful when you rhyme? I think it is. Oh my God, he is so good. If he did have like a training seminar, we would go. We would do the 500 milligram but, edible challenge and go to the Al Sharpton uh, rhyming seminar. Do you give people more credit if they're rhyming to deliver their message or do you It's kind not of make- even rhyming, man. It's just the way he delivers it. Like he's at church, you know? <laughs> he, does, he does say some interesting rhymes sometimes, but it's, uh, it's the emphasis. So it makes okay. it work. 
uh, hopefully I emphasize for real, you guys making this happen. Uh, much love. Appreciate it. Dugros.com forward slash sport. Let's get into the show. Hopefully I empathize for, for real. You guys <laughs> making this happen. See, man, it's all about uh, how, how you deliver it, man. And if you, anybody enjoyed those uh, Discord hangs, we're working on it. We're having meetings. We're going to be trying to do something every Friday. Scotty liked the feeling of being on a radio show, as you called it. So I'm down. <laughs> That's always been a dream. I would walk around, or walk around, be working back in the day. And I'd always have like the Walkman, the actual Walkman, the radio, mm-hmm. and the one ear in. And they just haven't talked radio. Howard Stern, this guy, Neil Rogers, was the most craziest guy in South Florida. But you'd listen to them to like two in the afternoon, three in the afternoon, and it would just keep you company. It was great. So, uh, that that has been the dream. The first Sony Walkman I got was from a pawn shop in Manitoba, Winnipeg, actually, as a kid. I'd go visit my grandma up there a lot. And my dad was like, let's go check out some pawn shops I never had before. And I thought this at the time, I was like, this is badass. Look at all this stuff. I didn't really know the... Uh, what do you call it? <laughs> the history uh, of it. <laughs> what's involved with pawn shops? Potentially, right. I don't really support that model as much anymore. But I did get a Sony Walkman because I couldn't afford the new one. Yeah, so. dude. By the way, new ones in 1986. A, a Sony Walkman was probably 80 bucks. And that's why I bought a stolen one from the pawn shop, yo. But Jesus, that's I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can't. I don't know if I could say that. That's a lot of uh, money back in the day. I mean, VCR yeah. tapes back in the day were 80 bucks. It's so crazy how some things have gotten so much cheaper and some things have gotten a lot more expensive. I feel you. Let's get into the dang nug here. Let's get into the grow show. Uh, This is Ethos Cookies by Meat Chief. And Ethos actually had just had a grip of, uh, you got to enter, speaking of interviewing the breeders, man, I hope we can get Colin from Ethos scheduled up to get a nice uh, breeder interview going. We had a beautiful interview with him and it, it disappeared. I believe it got striked right off of YouTube. Yes, we'll redo that. We'll redo that. A more beautiful interview. This says uh, strong berries and tart cherries with gasoline. This is the description here. These girls were finicky to grow, didn't like higher EC feeds, and preferred lower PPFD. See what we're seeing? Differences in growing different strains here. Um, so now, what he's is saying he saying lo- spe- specifically, though? Yeah, let's get in there. So he's saying just lighter feed, lighter light. They didn't want a lot of light either advantage of having a nice dimmable led you can achieve whatever ppfd you're trying to go for by dimming down um the lights were pacific light concept leds jacks 321 recharge and tribus and two gallon pots with cocoa going damn look at these flowers i just scrolled to the flowers nice it don't have to be complicated man it doesn't that's well that's what the jacks 321 what is that a three-part two-part power uh, solid powders or it's three different powders. It's going to be the Jack's three grams of Jack Jack's Hydro, two grams of calcium nitrate, one gram of magnesium sulfate, and like pretty much you just do that per gallon, and you water that same mix the entire way through. And dig save on the water since you probably already have it, kind of thing. That's why I mean, don't mess with my liquid nutrients. I do really love some of them, but. You know? Well, I mean, the difference between these powders and liquid nutrients is that these aren't diluted in water. I mean, that's all True. there is. Those liquid nutrients are just these powders diluted. Some liquid nutrients have to be liquids, though, I believe, to pull off what they're trying to achieve in a bottle, though. Like what's in solution with some blue, like we'll say massive a bloom additive. I like, I don't know if I can get that in a powder. I'm Try not sure. Off? Pretty sure you can get tricamp. It's not, it's not just that. That's not, I got to learn more about that, by the way. But yeah, no, you're saying alfalfa. I think it's a little bit of a different product than no, raw I think alfalfa. You, 
I think you can get tricantinol. I'm a guru. Maybe I'm talking out of uh, my butt, but I'm pretty sure you can just get tricantinol the the chemical or whatever or the the hormone as a powder yeah but it's not going to be in any way plant available and then you have to dilute it in water with uh some type of agent to get it to dissolve in water sure but my that was my point is most of these products are things diluted in water or powders diluted in water that's where we talk about on the show being more plant available right so like let's say if i had uh, maybe i'm just i'm not speaking out of my ass hopefully but there have been some products out there that have worm, or sorry, worm castings actually and or bat guano in a liquid form mixed in an organic bottle. I'm going to suppose watering that into some straight cocoa instead of like, if you, unless you have a big living soil bed with all the microbes munching and shit, it's going to be more plant available than me just top dressing some. Oh, what's up? Why? Why is that different than taking fresh earthworm or bat guano that's been dried and preserved and making a tea? In? Making a tea out of it and for 10, 15 minutes, which I don't really I feel you. I feel you. Just just to get it mixed up and then to use that. I think that's a more fresher product. Uh, I agree. I agree with that. That's why this is why we're having the conversation. Learning a little in public. I'll take it. Oh, yeah. No, but Guru, what'd your dad say about no powders, right? He was against powders, man. No pills, no powders. If it grows in the ground, it's probably okay. If it came (laughs) in a bottle, it's probably he'll probably drink it. Uh, I like it's a good adaptation though, man. That works. <laughs> if it grows in the ground, it's probably okay. There's definitely some things. I'm pretty sure uh, salvia grows in the ground. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's not that okay. It could be, but hey, it 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 turns out okay about ten percent of the time. Yeah, <laughs> salvia. I will say, you know how you go to a a bar and the bartender can make a a drink like you can't make, and some of them are pretty damn complicated. I think that's probably what the bottles are like, where you're like, oh, yeah, I could make that myself at at, at home myself if I had all the ingredients. But, you know, a, a bottled nutrient, maybe they do have, an, you know, what were the three components of Jack's 321? You have a nitrogen source. You have a, a what, pota- uh, I don't know. I'm talking you, about my You, you have a calcium and nitrogen r- r- source in the cal nitrate. You have Jack's Hydro, which I can't remember the MPK of it, but it, it's just like a general uh, hydroponic sure. nutrient. And then you have magnesium sulfate in there for magnesium and sulfur. So my point is when you're buying a bottle, you're paying for the formulator to mix that in a concentrated formulation as opposed to you having to do it. And the plastic. <laughs> they all have <laughs> plastic, man. They all have plastic. Hmm. My bowl is almost clogged, but it was just cleaned. Interesting. I don't know if you notice, I'm not smoking very much, man. I... Trying to take a little little tolerance, not tolerance break, but just like I don't smoke when I come out in the morning instead of at 8.30 in the morning smoking a bowl, kind of wait till early afternoon. And damn, I waited till noon, was having a good productive, uh, real growers, there's a lot of stuff going on. And so just trying to uh, uh, handle all that. Yeah. And I smoked around 12, maybe one o'clock and oh, dude, it just all went to shit. The whole Scotty administering administering things just went to shit. It's, it's, it's ended up being, <laughs> sorry, man, I completely lost it. I have no idea what we're talking about. You choose about. your strength and your strain, man. There's a lot of options out there. That's why yeah. I go to my, some of my one-to-ones and shit if I want, or straight Fuck. CBD flowers gaining in popularity. I just spilled coffee on my shorts. Bonus, my shorts are tan. You can't even see it. Winning. Dude, okay. if I turn 50 and then start smoking CBD flour and being like, it's my daytime weed. I don't know what I'm going to do, man. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I'll just get depressed. <laughs> First grower question. Better noob strain to grow? Question mark. About Joey One Love. What's up? Hey, Joey. What's up, brother? So going into... Uh, 
let's see here and open the question. Here we go. What's up, DDC? I didn't have success with my last purple train wreck I tried to cultivate. Basically just got all sugar leaf with no bud from that auto. Interesting. So it's an auto, right? We got yep. an auto that gave us just sugar leaf. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, That's a uh, hang on. Is that genetics? You think is that that there's maybe a bad lighting environment, not enough light? What the hell? I don't understand. The environment's right. It's definitely genetics. Something funky with that auto that it didn't put out. Um, if you know that you're growing, even if your environment's not fully on, you're going to get more than sugar leaf. Like I've never grown a plant that didn't give me more than sugar leaf. I guess you could get just a super larfy bud. You know, could that be what he's saying? And you do that, that's usually not enough light that does that. Not enough light or can also be too hot. Too, uh, hot. too hot will make it get very larfy and airy. There you go. He goes, I'm going to give it another shot because dispensary prices are breaking me down and I can't pay what they're charging for the mediocre at best quality. Yep. Uh, so as experienced cannabis cultivars, I'm asking you, what would you think would be a better strain to start with? The breeder is Best Coast Genetics and I'm debating between Lake Tahoe which is Tahoe G crest with blue dream cross with blueberry or Afghani or seats taken, which I love that name. Cause that's Forrest Gump's reference, right? Um, which is banana OG crossed with a five haze crossed with BT seven. So I'm leaning towards the Lake Tahoe, any suggestions or other suggestions. I'm also on a tight budget. Thanks for the help. I do have a suggestion. I don't what? think, I don't think it's just those genetics or I would think that maybe before you go in and look to genetics, uh, check out your environment and just ask yourself why that happened and what you can do to fix it. Assuming that you got something similar next time because the genetics, I mean, yeah, some things are easier to grow. Some things are a little, need a little more cow mag. Some things are a little, uh, uh, more sensitive to nutrients or pH or what, you know, whatever, what, what was me saying? They don't like a lot of light, some strains. So you do have to play around with them, but I don't find there's like a sea change of difference between one, one type of cannabis and another. As far as growing, actually, I mean, there's right. there's that there's strains that are harder than grow. When we just covered mm-hmm. that in the deck nug, right? This strain by Meef Chief preferred lower PPFD, was fussy with high EC. So you can have strains that I believe some are more tolerant of array of environmental nutritional factors. No, that that face off loves to the face off OG loves to have purple stems if you don't give it enough calcium or if you don't get the calcium into it. So yeah, there's other plants that uh, super lemon haze, no fucking issues, just screams growth. So yeah, there's, you're right, man. There's different. Well, uh, I reached out to James Bean, of course, because he's talking about looking at Best Coast Genetics. That's Seeds Here Now carries Best Coast uh, Genetics. And I said, hey, we got a grower looking for some easier suggestions or solid genetics. He said, Best Coast Genetics, he called them bulletproof. Great breeder. Solid genetics, low, one of the lowest return late return rates in his catalog as far as hearing, man, my pack didn't work, my seeds didn't pop. So definitely, I think you're winning there. I also said TH seeds across the board really likes the sage. He's like, if you throw a whole bunch of beans and TH seeds in a room, do nothing to them and come back in 30 days, the sage is going to look the best. So there's a tip there. Um, and actual quote from Bean here says, says, yeah, the new super hybrids, everything with the hype are going to be more finicky. And less tested were like sage from TH seeds or tangy that's been on the market for 10 years would be a more solid choice. Being if it was touchy, it would have been tossed. So the next thing to sage would be Blue Dream, which we've all heard of. But Blue Dream wasn't popular because we all loved it. It was because it was super easy to grow and had huge yields. Everyone could grow it. It takes a little skill to make Blue Dream really shine. But for the most part, it's a set and forget it strain. So good point there. 
Excellent point, sir. I was going to wait for you to say, I thought you were just going to do that non-talking thing just to test me while you clean your glasses there. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> That's true. That blue dream was always, it was it was a dream to grow. And it was a big, nice yielder. Uh, yeah, so something like that, I think, would work. Question. So as you guys, you're just cleaning your, your glasses. Eventually, yes, I'm going to have to get myself some They're type terrible. of... They're terrible. They're terrible, sir. Have you, ever, have you ever worn contacts or thought about contacts? Not until I've worn glasses. I've only worn glasses, what, for the past two years? And, My, yeah, I will think about... I'd get the surgery at this point, man. Wait, That's what I was going to go to next. You hate your glasses that much? Yes. I have a headache right now from them. I was cleaning them just so I got to take them off for a brief moment until I had to read again. Yes, I hate them that much. Is your prescription right? Uh, they just... I can't work in here right out of my glasses or on with my glasses. So I can never keep them totally unscratched or whatever it is. So yeah, it just drives me nuts. It gives you like a headache if they're not completely clear. So you're thinking about the uh, LASIK, LASIK maybe. Uh, I don't know. Not till you just said something, but I just hate my glasses. <laughs> just let the internet guide you. Just Google the fun terms. LASIK gone wrong. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure, sir. All right, we'll take it back to the grow show here. I just had to ask because it's on the back of my mind. Now I'm taking them off until I absolutely need them again. Well, the first time I noticed was after the Emerald Cup going to the airport. I could usually read signs way far away and some were blurry. And I'm like, was that because of the Emerald Cup or <laughs> because of my yeah, eyes? Right. A little both. A little up. All right, good comments here. We haven't talked about this in a minute. Uh, Mr. Ski, I don't know what episode this is over on YouTube is watching, but he goes, Brother Gromies, I have four rules to follow to stay stealth. If you need to stay stealth in your grow, well, number one, don't talk about it. Number two, don't sell it. That's a hard one. Number three, don't have people come over. And number four, don't talk about it. Isn't that Fight Club? That's Fight Club, but you know, it's good, <laughs> good damn advice. I've learned said, a lot from Fight Club in my life, all right? He goes, did I mention don't talk about it? Let everyone think that you're getting bud from somewhere else. Never let anyone know how much you have. I take breaks even between grows, sometimes almost a full year. Depending on how somebody's growing, rule number two that says don't sell it. I mean, I hear you, but I mean, Here's that's the thing, you. man. It doesn't take a, any kind of, it doesn't take that deep of thought to ask where your buddy gets it from. You know, so if you can't figure out where he gets it from and then you're like, huh, huh, is he growing it in there, man? <laughs> Yeah, I, I was amazed at uh, about what's. The, I don't know if you've seen any. I've seen some different grows in my time, and one grower actually that I worked with back in the day. I knew he grew, but he never invited me over. Sometimes we invite each other over to check out our grow. We'd be so tempted to show off what we're doing, right? And finally, he's like, "Come over, check out my grow." We walk down to the basement. It's like, "Why don't you find my grow?" And I'm like, mm, "I don't know, over here, over here." And he had it just by the, the, the bookshelf that pulls out on hinges and then the door to the grows behind there. But I think that's still too obvious. Isn't a bookshelf the number one thing you hide like doors and trapways to? Still fucking cool. Yes. Guess what? <laughs> if the cops show up there, they're going to find the hidden room, you know, but it's still cool. Oh, what was it in that old show? Was it silver spoons or something? Like, didn't they have, like they went through the fireplace to go somewhere to a different floor or something. I don't know. Silver spoons, huh? Here we are. No. Anyway, <laughs> got me on that one. <laughs> Good. It's about the time I stopped watching television, right there. <laughs> Let's get another grow talk question. Dear Diary by Darth Cultivator. All right, who's the only one still working from Silver Spoons? 
only only actor that is still working from that show. I do know. Isn't that wait? I don't know. Did the, wasn't there a shorter dude, a shorter black dude on there? No. <laughs> that was different strokes. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm confusing shows. Go ahead. Yeah, my grandma used to always ask me why I couldn't be more like that kid. Make some money. She looked crazy back in the day. Uh, Jason Bateman was Derek. Derek, ah, the weird, gotcha. the weird friend or the uh, devious friend. That guy freaking still works, man. He's had a resurgence in his career, sir. Excellent, excellent news, culture, and entertainment. Next show, uh, my wife's dear diary. Jason Bateman, man, she loves him. Uh, would it be possible to get a grow diary section? I like following along the process week to week, and I believe it would help the community. It would be nice to see a full grow from one party on genetics that the next party has never grown before. I know all about the Grow Diaries app, but it would be cool to have something like that in this community. Much love. All right, Dolph Cultivator. What do you think, Scatty? They just picked the wrong week for me, man. I'm overwhelmed. I'm just trying to get trucks to <laughs> deliver shit to me, man. So this sounds like a great idea. Man. I'll start. I say, dude, you, you do want to be done, man. At the very least, have a calendar mounted on the wall like by your grow like even if you're not making a diary of your grow it's nice to know okay on this day i watered i did this or you did something different out of your normal routine so you can look back at things you can check on things um and that actually for grow room security that's a good thing to kind of keep private as well but i do like your idea there are good the grow diary apps i think there's a few different apps out there that i've seen tell us ddc chime in if anybody's using like an app-based thing that we could you guys could, you know, maybe put on Discord or we could get going on some grow questions and look at some of it. I think it would be cool. It's super helpful if somebody, if you're going out a strain that somebody else has and you can follow their grow via diary, I, I dig on that. If you don't have the friend that's guiding you or anything, instead of digging through the forums and all that jazz. Yes, you are correct. You're too, sir. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're too quiet now. You have to interrupt more. It's just starting to, it's getting strange now. <laughs> I'm thinking of the guy that, emails me about every 10 days that makes grow diaries is what I'm thinking and whether I should mention him or not, but Google knows already and they're going to send me grow diary advertisements anyway. So yeah, good to go. Keep track of that grow guys, especially when you're changing things up, uh, temp and humidity. Um, I can shout out at based way to do it, man. You don't know, you just think of this pulse grow. You have the pulse monitor, the pulse one or the pulse pro track. Yeah. Track your whole damn grow as far as all your environmental inputs. It has a calendar on there also where you can just put, click on a day and add notes if you want to add something with that. You know, that's not within the app, but within the app, Pulse Monitor is going to tell you if anything's wrong. Track your grow down to the minute every day of the grow. All the parameters, if you want to get geeky, you could see it like all graphed out. I don't know if they offer spreadsheets. I try to stay away from those, but uh, pulsegrow.com, check them out. Coupon code DUDE will hook you up. Thank you. Darth Cultivator, uh, let us know. And DGC, let us know what grow apps you're using. Moving on, moving on. You in deep thought, Scotty? Dude, embrace the silence. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> too much. <laughs> Uh, I read this interviewing book. It was about how to do good interviews. Says, Embrace the silence. No, fuck no, man. That's weird, man. I don't like it when two dudes are talking and they're silence, all right? That just makes me uncomfortable. Well, sometimes like the silence in the interview, like we referenced when, when uh, Elon Musk has been on Joe Rogan, he definitely has some pauses at times, but it's a little he's bit smart, different. He's smart, though. When, he's smart. Yeah, you're waiting for a guy to say. 
that's shooting rockets into space has the biggest electric car company and boring through the earth and whatever else. Like, I'll wait a minute. Okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, you can't forget the internet from the skies too. Oh yeah. Skynets. Yeah. The things that I see in the sky at night will be late on mushrooms thinking that aliens are definitely coming because I've never seen shit like that. Yes. Yeah. We, we were hanging out on the patio a couple of days ago and I just asked my wife, I'm like, have you ever seen the SpaceX shit? And she's like, no. And I was like, all right, get ready for your mind to be blown. It is literally like the rockets launching. They deploy the satellite then they just come back and land right on the launch pad. They land on boats and all this stuff. And Guru, me and you have to watch it because I am only about 60% convinced that's really happening. It seems like it seems like it could just be good computer work. Pretty sure it's happening because if it were good computer work, they wouldn't have had the amount of them blow up that they did when they were testing it out. When they land, it looks fake when they land. Wait, wait, I'll show you. Skynet is that what it's called? Isn't that what it was called in Terminator? Wasn't it like Skynet or something? (laughs) I can see him naming it the exact same just to fuck with people. Yeah, it's no, it's it's over, man. No, they're just yeah, it's over. There's already been a movie about all this. Matrix is next. All right. I'm telling you, I was watching Idiocracy this weekend, and I was like, oh, my God, it's just getting more and more real. Oh, until, it's, until it's reality, which it already is part reality. I hear you. Yeah. I can't shit in my recliner yet without getting up, though. Ah, eh, you can. <laughs> you can. <laughs> uh, before we shout out to Real Growers, I actually have a question I pulled off uh, YouTube. So we haven't touched on this in a minute. No one asks about recharge. Does recharge have an adequate amount of fulvic acid or should I be supplementing more? Because there are a lot of fulvic supplements out there, different nutrient lines. So if using recharge, do I need to add more fulvic? Dude, the meme generator. Is gonna have you just shitting in your recliner, man, by Monday, bro. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, dude, uh, Recharge has enough fulvic acid in there, has enough humic and fulvic acid. You certainly don't need a bunch of, of those. Uh, I mean, just organic chelators. That's one reason why, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, I dig on it. Cause I mean, you got your micro package in there, but you can replace, if I have it, and some people do, bottle of kelp. I got a bottle of fulvic. I got a bottle of molasses. Plenty of people use molasses. Would you say, I mean, if I'm using recharge, I can basically, I'm good to go. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, you definitely are. I'm thinking like the whole bottle thing. Cause I guess you, I don't know. Could you, yeah, you could put a humic fulvic and molasses in liquid, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but it, it, we choose to put it in powder cause I don't know if you can add kelp to it. You certainly can't add aerobic soil microbes to it. So yeah, that's why I'm kind of partial to the powders, dude. Well, that's one of the, I dig on the simplicity. One of the easiest grows I ever did was with that uh, company, which I think is, I think it's Arch Green Technology Arch Green? now. I don't know okay. if it's Arch Green Solutions, uh, but their two-part and recharge brought me to Dank with Island Sweet Scum. So I like the simplicity. You guys want to learn more, go to dogrows.com, man. Check out that search for recharge. Pick some up at realgrowers.com, coupon code DUDE. Uh, if you're up in Canada, pick up some recharge. Go to Dude's World. .ca, okay? Dudesworld.ca. Right, I'm, I'm sorry, I got to do it. Dude's World, Dude's World, smoking time, excellent. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. I feel like I have to do that. Yep. Too. I'm compelled. But hey, by the way, man, been playing around, been shipping the Mondo out. You were talking about how you can do it with two part. You can do it with one part as well. You really can. This is actually a two part built into a one part, but uh, <clears throat> you can absolutely, growing does not have to be complicated. 
really. No, and I'm going to give you my opinion too, since I've been helping caretake on a one part grow, they're using a liquid one part, which I've never had faith in called uni one and it's thick and funky, man. And uh, yeah, I'll report back on that though. I, very interesting things. Uh, okay. Good to know on recharge, pick you guys up some recharge out there. Let's move on. Are we doing all right here? I think we're doing great. I feel great, dude. How do you feel? <laughs> I guess it's because I feel weird because like, where's where, no joint, no toke on anything at all, eh? You know, I've been trying to actually listen to the grow talk questions. So I tell you, it's, uh, yeah, right. yeah. Getting I think you're going to get some baked, complaints man. now. I think you're going to get we some go. complaints. All right, we'll enter the second half of the show. Let's see what happens, man. Question three, noob grower. So this is, all right, this is a pretty open-ended one. We could do a lot with this. Let's help out Noob Grower here. Okay. Uh, posted by Not Ozark82. Noob Grower, right? Hey, guys, just found the podcast. I'm really enjoying it. Right on. I'm hoping you, you guys can give me some expert advice on my first grow. Long story short, I haven't smoked in 15 years. My profession didn't allow it as I had to do hair follicle tests. Holy shit. Hang on. Those are the ones we're always really scared of, right? I think that don't they see like everything like isn't that when you're testing like if you've done acid or something that one's definitely the hardest one to beat yeah unless you wear a wig spinal tap bro you're going for a spinal tap but if you wore a wig then it wouldn't work at all because it'd be like you're gonna have to have a wig with real human hair (laughs) why did you shave your head today sir (laughs) and wait do you really trust where that wig is coming from that the person that (laughs) sold their hair for a wig wasn't doing that to buy some drugs bro i told you that i bought these these uh like weed pads that you put over the a three gallon container so weeds don't go through them and it was like one of the the agriculture shows and it was chinese people's hair it was made of (laughs) swear to god oh man that's pretty weird And, and it wasn't voluntary it's no. like from some prison or something. It's from the army. Oh, well, then I guess. Oh, Jesus. All right. It says, <laughs> now I'm self-employed and started using cannabis in February this year for anxiety. That's awesome. After 15 years, it says, no more meds. My wife loves me on cannabis and is so supporting. Wait, stop. <laughs> My wife loves me on cannabis. I like you a lot better when you're high. That's awesome. Why don't you just go somewhere and smoke some weed, Scotty? Okay. <laughs> I mentioned starting to grow and explain the benefits of being in control of the entire process. And she's on board. So I get the green light. I ordered a Mars Hydro TS-1000, five autoflower seeds. My grow space is six foot wide by 10 foot long, by nine foot tall. That's nice. When I noticed that nine foot tall, nice overhead, you got plenty of air volume in there, room for lights, a lot of options. How can I best utilize this space to have continuous cannabis for myself? Keep that in mind for him. All right, I got this, man, I got this. He says, I know I need more light. Just got to this one, just got this one to get him started. Which ones would you recommend for this size? All right, I got to take it back. My wife hates when I'm stoned because I'll sit down and watch TV with her and I'll just want to talk through the whole thing. I'm like, hey, man, did you see the, uh, you know, the rocket ships launch? You want to see it? And she's like, no, I'm fucking watching a goddamn TV show, man. So yeah, she don't like it. Uh, yeah, that's I'd be with you. But Can I ask real quick? I don't understand what a Mars Hydro TS-1000, I imagine that's a 1,000 watt replacement. That is a 100 watt light. <laughs> Just a, a glaring, right. glaring example of 
dishonest marketing with LED lights that you'll see places like Amazon from people like Mars Hydro. Yeah, that's weak sauce. All right, so we got to, so you definitely need more light for well, a six Well, that lightweight, it's, he bought that to get him started. So you can keep okay. using that. If you're going to use that light to pop some beans, mm -hmm. to light up your clones for now, you didn't waste your money. At least you got it for that. You're not, yeah, right. Your next light is going to need to, for, for, if he's growing for himself, I'm going to recommend what I have, a 600-watt R-Spec from HLG, because uh, I grow in a 5x5 tent with that, and I'm producing more than enough cannabis for just me. In fact, if I harvest on the regular cycle three to four times a year, I'm going to have enough for me and another friend. Sure, sure. And, and what then, is perpetual harvest? Because if you're doing auto flowers, like I'm learning in my grow, holy perpetual harvest. Yeah, you can just keep on planting them, putting them in five-gallon buckets, and they come through. There's a lot of weed on a five-gallon bucket auto flower. I want to give a tease here before we give more recommendations. I was recommending that 600 R spec, uh, really good interviews coming out. We just hung out with Steve from HLG and none other than uh, Grow Mouse, said. man. Yeah, Grow, Grow Mouse. Mouse with HLG. So a Can lot use of his cool birth things. Name now? Are we allowed to use his real name now? No, not really. He just likes Grow Mouse. <laughs> but it was a great interview. I mean, the, the customer service and the quality that you're getting and investing in those lights is why we recommend them. It's why it's DGC approved badass lights. So that being said, he has plenty of room in that space. Do you think he should set up? You can look at building it out, or does he set up a five by five tent for Bloom in there? You know what I mean? Well, and use the no, rest of the space. He's already got a six foot by you know six by ten. So there's his Bloom. If he takes either a two by four or a uh, even a four by four, he's got himself a nice veg there. Okay, he could put up one wall for just the bloom or a tent. A yeah, five by five would still. Man, you're right. You could just put up a wall, right? If he wanted to, he needs. I would want a separate bloom room, obviously, and then your bedroom on the other side. Um, your bloom room. It's up to you how much controls. I don't know. How you, maybe you can continue with this question. What your budget is is important. Do you want to enrich with CO two? And number one, order your light as soon as possible to see how hot it gets that space. Know what you're dealing with. Know you know how much temperature variations are going. And I, for me, I'm going to go with a five by five tent uh, because it's easy just to set up. I don't have to build anything permanent unless he wanted to. Um, oh it's easy shit! To I'm make. so sorry. I thought he had a six by ten tent. He has six by ten grow space. Okay, that changes a yep. little bit. Yeah. Yeah, plenty of room. And like you said, another two by four. If you want a tent or the veg on the other side, it should probably be in a tent because you don't want the other side just blinging with any potential light leaks going into your bloom tent. Um, and then right just. Off the why not just get yeah. as big of an area as you can and just throw, if you want to do autos, just keep on introducing autos there. Worst case scenario is you have a little seed sprouting area outside it, probably wouldn't even need to be in a tent and just keep on introducing sprouted autos in there. There's your I would potential. do both, man. Buy some photos too. I mean. But you need to grow in a bloom. And then if you're growing autos, you're leaving that at 18 hours. If you're if you have a grow in a bloom going, you need to cut it to 12 hours. You're ripping your autos off a little bit. We've always what about growing a couple autos? Is that what you're saying? Why not do a couple autos in a veg tent if you have room and then have a photo period well, you bloom can tent? Grow. I'm growing mine. I grew mine in bloom and they'll they'll bloom. They definitely will, but you're ripping them off of some some sunlight, some energy. My point is if you want to simple perpetual harvest to get you going i would get a good light i'll plug hlg 650 is what i would get put that on in one you know six by six area and then just you could take your 100 watt light and start seeds and cups with them and then just huh? transplant transplant those to dude don't do a three gallon bucket do something like this a five gallon bucket it'll last you a few days and you can grow a big fat plant in one of those man
big fat auto. You keep on introducing those. How many could you get in a four by eight area? <coughs> or I'm sorry, uh, what is it? A six by 10. So shit, if it's six by 10, you get a lot of them in there, man. Over yeah, your plant but, count. What's your quick vote on? It's kind of, I don't know if it's a, a, a debatable thing, but a new grower hasn't grown in, wait, haven't smoked in 15 years. I think maybe this is just even, it, he hasn't grown in 15 years. I don't know if he did grow, but a lot has changed. Starting with autos or photos, what's your vote? First off, has there really that much changed? I know I understand what you're saying, but I was growing in G13 15 years ago. 15 years ago was three years before I moved. Yes, I get it. I was growing in hydro and deep water culture and stuff like that, but the plants still grow the same. You know, just, uh, hmm. you know, they've gotten way more THC since then, but I would, the whole yeah, growing strain. is growing, man. I, I would say just maybe the main difference with lighting technology, obviously, the LEDs Definitely would probably be there. the biggest one. Um, and uh, not a lot. And I can't say not a lot with nutrition. A lot has changed. A lot did not GH3 change. Street Park was there 20 years ago. True. True. All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, but what'd you say? Did you say about choosing, would you start a new grower if you're guiding them on photos or autos? Autos. I'm telling you, I understand that, uh, you know, what soup says, you can't screw up veg. I don't know. Like I said, I'm using a one part slow release or controlled release fertilizer, but I don't see They're hard to screw up, man. I, <laughs> you plant them. Dude, I, have you seen what the autos look like? That I have. I, I was every day. I wait definitely, till they wilt. I would agree with Scott. I would say auto, autos, but with some caveats to it. Um, caveats. You got to smoke, <laughs> man. He said it like a classy motherfucker. Too. Well, no, Caveat. just if it's a new grower that uh, they their reason for growing is to have the weed from it. They don't really want to take it up as a hobby and they just want to have something that they're going to get some weed from. Sure. Then, yeah, I'd say autos. If it's someone that is interested in taking this up as a hobby and wants to learn and have the ability to like play around with things and see how different stuff works out. I would say get a photo period just because you have that veg to play around with and you are in control and you learn how you would like to control it. And you can parlay a lot of those skills that you would learn that way over to uh, an autoflower growth too. Autoflowers to me make the most sense for outdoor cultivators that want to get multiple harvests a year without having a light depth. That is when it makes the most sense to me. Makes the most sense if you just got a limited amount of money and you got a six by 10 space, you could buy a, a good light and get yourself some Harvey, a good light, an inexpensive tent, and get, su- yourself, get yourself a heart and a pack of one of those autoflower seeds over. Shout out seeds here now. I think they start at 50 bucks, man. And when, uh, speaking of what I've just learned from the interview with HLG, that those lights, that investment, just keep in mind, you're gonna be, that's gonna be lasting you know, like 10 years with negligible, might be the word, degradation in the diodes or the light spectrum. Like you have a light for a decade. What's with everybody with the big words, man? <laughs> I was like in, yeah, yeah. That, that, that interview was like HLG Tech LED School the other day, especially with Grow Mouse. So now I'm learning, I'm learning more. Uh, all right, Ozark 82. All I want to know is uh, what was your prior job for the hair follicle testing? <laughs> man, you wonder. You know, it could be something as simple as a trucker or somebody driving a forklift, which sucks. I think they make to... those people pee, though. Hair follicle is usually like the agency or something. Ooh, the agency. <laughs> I like it. All right, I'm adequately high. All right, you guys fucking happy? Yes. Before we move into our grows, I'm going to shout out to the pros list, dudegrows.com forward slash pros. 
You can check out everybody with the coupon codes over there. You can get yourself some seeds, some CBD, some nutrients, lighting. I'm talking today about Dinesh and Optic Foliar Transport. So if you want, this is a product, basically, if you're spraying anything in your grill, you should be using, I don't, transport isn't just a wetting agent, but, you know, something to get that as a surfactant onto your leaves. Yo, now um, I'm high, I got to paint the picture, man. You know what I'm thinking about is <clears throat> when you, uh, uh, like, spray your car with water and it just beads up, especially if it's waxed, it beads up and rolls off. Yes. That's very similar to what happens with when you foliar spray you know these little droplets go on there and they either roll off or if they stay there as a droplet it kind of looks like a magnifying glass and that's actually how you burn with the lights on that's other benefits with transport you can spray with the lights on it's going to get into the mesophyll layer as well delivers it into the leaf surface um, and what you're using, you have to go look at the charts at opticfolio.ca, but he has some charts over there when you're spraying and whether it's neem, you're spraying a kelp, um, or if you're spraying some like a green cleaner or some of these different uh, products that are out there for pest management, you use them at some of them quarter rates or half rates of what when you're using transport because it makes the product more effective, which saves you money on what you're applying as well. So check out some optic foliar transport. Tell your local hydro store. Dinesh has been to probably every hydro store in Canada and America at this point. So he'll know um, and hook it up, man. Be able to hook you up on some transport. Optic foliar, yo. Yes, sir. Can't wait when I talk about that because Dinesh has been to so many events. Like, when are we got to figure out when we're having another event here soon? We got to figure it out. We'll have a meeting when I come there. I'm going to be in the studio soon. I have some things to show you when, when you come down, dude. All right. There's things happening here, dude. All right. I call myself the event. I'm the DDC event coordinator. Okay. So. Well, then come down here, man. We have to talk. Okay. Party at Scott's. That's what I'm hearing. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Got some things in development, dude. All right. Uh, So moving on to uh, what's going on in our grows, dude. Uh, You were talking about these buckets you're messing with last grow talk, and I I needed to see them. I need a video. I got bored last night, and I was just like, what would it take? Look, these things fucking work, man. This is just this little whatever. It's like a modified hempy bucket. I gave up on the whole reservoir thing. This is just some stuff I had hanging around. There's a little, that's the little water level dealio right there. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. It's a little spout type of thing. And so I planned around. I got, this is like just stuff I had left over. But hang on a sec. Look at this plant. Oh, by the way, this is, I don't know, can you see this dealio right here? This is something I've been playing with. It's, uh, what do they call it? A grow bucket. And it's just a hempy bucket insert, but it has a little. Float valve type thing that's going to add water. A level, in, no, just a level indicator, man. So you just pour a little bit more water in there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's really neat. I've talked to, it's a husband and wife company, really cool. So I'm glad to uh, throw them some love. But dude, hang on, I'll just show you really quick without spilling. Look at this plant, man. I put the grow dots in there. I think uh, 50, dude, that thing looks beautiful. By the way, this is, put 75 grams of an experiment of this. And this is gelato cake. So I'm kind of psyched. This is an elite cut, bro. How long has it ran on just the grow dots? <laughs> Eight thirteen is when I installed them here with the grow dots. So okay, it was only a couple weeks ago, I guess. No, last gotcha. ten days ago. <laughs> but uh, that plant looks I, ready to go to bloom, man. Yeah, I will say, bloom. I will say this came as a, as a one gallon from Banner, and it needed a home. But come on, I'll be damned if that thing ain't blowing up. 
ain't no grow dots commercial. It's just uh, telling you, it doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be complicated. Do you have a quarantine for banners plants or you're just comfortable with it? Oh yeah, of course I quarantine them, man. That would be unprofessional of me if I didn't. I know he's had, I know he's had. Oh uh, yeah, I did quarantine him. I forget about him in the bakery for the weekend. Come back and be like, fuck. I'm not, I'm not shitting on the grill style. Everybody gets bugs now and then, but you can't. I do have, really? No, Banner gives me clean plants. I will defend his honor. Uh-uh. <laughs> there are somebody else who I won't mention because Where else they seem to listen to this show and get upset when I throw them under the bus. But no, it wasn't Banner. Banner's only giving me clean plants. Okay, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> were you coughing there, Guru? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was. <laughs> he gets very hurt, man. He's like, thanks a lot, man. I am going to tell you, I, I'm glad to see uh, the, the thing going there. And I like that level. And I want to see the uh, finished products. Damn it. I want to go grab. I, they they look like shit because I put, put them all in three gallons. Or I should say they don't look like shit. They have huge butts. The leaves are a little stressed or whatever. But these autos that I'm growing, they're in three gallons. So I literally, if I don't, if I don't go every single day and water them, they're drooping. But they're big, yep. man. There's some big ass knuckles on there. It's pretty cool. Right on. I dig. Outside is chugging along fine. Your one plant outside looks beautiful. Probably showing signs of bloom. I feel bad. I like sometimes I wake up in the morning and I'm like, fuck, man. And uh, I did it yesterday. I had this weird, you know, we were working our butts off. I I went and put the respirator on yesterday and made and made recharge. And I woke up yesterday morning like, oh, no, all the seeds need to go out. And it was like some I don't sell seeds. You know what I mean? But I just kind of, you know, you, you dreams, you know, mess you up or whatever like that. So um, and I completely forgot what I was saying now. All right, man. See, that was a stoner edit, man. That wouldn't have happened if I wasn't so baked, man. Guru, thanks for the VCR. I woke up this morning being like, holy shit, is the inspector going to come back for that one stupid plant? I should go cut it down. Because literally, I have one plant outside. And yes, I've proven my point. It's huge. Um, do I really want to go crazy keeping that plant alive for another two to three months? You know, and... Man, just my neighbors fucking hate it. They call the cops on me every time, man. They call the law. And uh, the guy's cool, but I just don't know if I need it this year, man, for one plant. You already cut it down, didn't you? No, but I had this, like, I'm telling you, I wake up in the morning, like, fuck, man, I should, I should go cut that thing down. The one plant's going to bring enough, I know it can, it's big, enough dank it's in big. the air that they'll smell it. Don't know. Just not sure. If I, need, <laughs> I need the problem right now. I've got a whole shitload. Of what? Really what's the con? I mean, I think you should stand up for what you're allowed to grow. The There's consequences are what? A warning? Here, man. Code no. compliance guy coming and saying, uh, "Okay, take care you like of it." The code or, compliance I think, guy coming. Do you like him coming? Do you like the authorities with badges? I think. Hi, I'm from the government. I'm here to help. Let's uh, <laughs> let's get innovative with it and put a like vent hood connected to a fan and a carbon filter right above it. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of have that in a badass indoor grow. True. <laughs> I don't know. Just been thinking about my. All right. You, you, I, I have the same beautiful. issue. It looks absolutely beautiful. That's why I'm having the same issue. If you check out uh, this GMO one, GMO two picks, these are my GMOs outside now that are in one gals and they're just got a beautiful color to them. They're loving nice. summertime sun. And it's like, dude, I know if I leave these outside, they're going to grow 
pretty big. I'm not going to be able to move them around easy. Then they're not going to finish and they're going to get moldy. Like that's what's going to fucking happen. What size container are they? They're in one gallons right now. They I need fucking to look like they're in one gallons, man. What are you? What are you on nuts? I'm not in any. I wasn't trying to keep them in. Like in looking at the GMO two pick here, I wasn't trying to get these to grow any quicker. Uh, I think I should top them down. I just don't have the hard just to kill them. They look so good. So I, and I don't really need Why more GMO them, right man? now. Why? Hang on a sec. You can't kill those. Why don't you just put those in like a seven or ten gallon and just make it easy on yourself? Not best agricultural practices, but. Well, I can go up to that size, but then it's basically having me fire up. I need to fire up the grow tent because if I want to grow these out, they should go to bloom now, right. not slowly over the next two weeks right, outside. Right. Damn it. So man, what are you going to do with them? Maybe you can make hemp clothing out of them. Ah, oh, I forgot about my smoothie addiction. We'll see. I'm tempted to put them in my two by four tent that I would love just to do another two by four tent grow because that tent's in my house. It's really easy just to throw some water at it. I walk by it every day, multiple times a day. Sure. First, the five by five in the garage, which I'll probably do. Because my only issue was you hear me sighing is my mother-in-law is coming tomorrow for like a month, which oh, is going to be cool, great. Right. But once the smell of cannabis potentially starts going around, it becomes an issue. So I'll have to get into She's allergic, built- right? Uh, not <laughs> She is smell I told sensitive. You I am allergic. Smell sensitive, which some people are. That is totally fine. Um, so you know what? That I just it talked about. It gives me out. a pain in my ass. Since I just talked about that, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take the challenge. I'll just have to get a little carbon filter for my two by four and pull off a GMO harvest. But once I go to bloom, man, they fly, it takes like ninety days almost for them too. That's the other thing. I'm like, man, I want to start some other stuff. To be decided. Law doesn't listen to the show, does she? (laughs) No. Okay, cool, man. I have to see her every now and again. To be decided. um, The hemp clothing and smoothieing might happen. But they are beauties. (laughs) They are beauties. You know, man, they did their job. Their job was to, you know, pull the carbon out of the air and live and make green material. Thank you. That's what I'm going to say to them before the call. You've got to, you know what you say to them is, I am going to make biochar out of you and I'm going to make you live forever. Forever. <laughs> yeah, you oh, did your job. It. You sequestered that carbon. Oh, oh we have one so... more uh, Oh, interesting uh, guru's garden. What do you got going on? Uh, growing on. Excuse me. So this wasn't my cannabis garden. I'm still getting that set up um, and piecing <laughs> together stuff. I've made a change in direction on the light I'm going to get after our talk with HLG. Uh, but this was on my tomato plants. Uh, I have a pretty big vegetable garden out of my yard. It's the first year it's been there. You gotta this, run to the goddamn doctor. You see that shit, man. This is a tomato hornworm. Uh, they are devastating to tomatoes. And like I noticed, like the tip of one of my one of my vines has gotten eaten off. They're right. like nine foot vines. This thing looks pretty big. Like what is this thing? Two inches long? At Probably least? yeah, around two inch, inch and a half, two inches. Um, but. It? The little things on it. So normally these would be a big problem unless right. you see these white things on it. Yes. Because it's a braconid wasp has gone and like stung it and laid its eggs inside of it. The larvae grow inside of the caterpillar and feed on it from the inside and then come out and weave little uh, cocoons for themselves oh that they God. will fly out of. What these, if this was your life? And you're like, yeah, honey, I couldn't make it home for my hike because of parasitic wasps I mean, this, planting this, eggs in me. This makes herpes seems like a field day, no? Well, yeah. It, 
And yeah, a little bit uh, for for him. Jeez. But I I mean, like if there hadn't have been Bracon at Waspon, I'd have just cut him in half and called it. What a day. encouraged them to be there? Why were they there? Just nature, uh, just maters? No, I I definitely influenced this ecosystem so that this could happen. Um, I planted oh. a, I planted a big cover crop this year. Uh, okay, two different kinds: one in the yard and then one in the garden. Uh, in the garden, I had the twelve seed uh, cover crop from Build a Soil. I also planted yarrow in my garden, which yarrow is the main attractant for these uh, these bracket okay. conid wasps. So wow. yeah, I mean, uh-huh. I, I had the right things planted there, so that knowing that tomato hornworms are a big fucking problem, and I didn't want them to be a problem. It's cool man, get, get enough yarrow and cover cropping in there, and stuff with flowers on it for bees to come and be attracted to. One, it's going to pollinate the tomato plants better. Two. Uh, there will be braconid wasps around that will lay eggs in tomato hornworms before they really become a problem. And every single one of these is going to become another braconid wasp that's uh, going to emerge from that cocoon and go and try and find another tomato hornworm. So Until they start landing on you and your dog and shit. There's nah, too many. No, they these uh, these braconid wasps specifically target tomato hornworms. They'll also eat nectar and stuff from flowers, but they like to lay their eggs in tomatoes. You know, I'm going to steal that phrase from you next time somebody asks me if I'm going to take care of their garden. I'll say, yeah, I'll come and influence your ecosystem. No worries. (laughs) Nice. I like it. You guys had a good time today, man. Don't forget about dogrows.com forward slash report. Get those member benefits. Come on, hang with the DGC. Uh, as well as, oh, I forgot to mention, if anybody out there needs some iris seeds in Canada, dudesworld.ca forward slash iri. See, I love that. Okay, (laughs) I love that one. And who is slinging some recharge out there? Go support our local hydro stores. Oh, who do we got? Oh, Big Grow Hydro. Ready? Lake in the Hills, Illinois. Doesn't that sound like a place in Illinois? Lake in the Hills. Lake in the Hills. Interesting. Yes, either that or in Wisconsin. Be one of those two places, man. But shout out to Mike. Thank you for all the support over there. Excellent. Speaking of support, the following shout outs, or for the people supporting this show, coming on and joining. Much love. Let's do this up. I'm going to give it up to Laffy Duck 96 and Zard Knock. How you doing? <laughs> Jimmy Arbuckle and Trees in the Breeze. Sounds nice. Okie dokie, Smokey and Davy Chronic. How's it going? Baby Chronic. I like that, man. Raggedy Ann, and I still don't know what the colliers are. <laughs> <laughs> got Cam, I, don't I don't have any suggestions, man. The Unknown Stoner. There we go. Cam grew and a bird turd. How you doing? It's happening. Bird here turd. You can always call yourself bird turd. You know? Oh, he thought, he thought of something. He, she, they thought of something, right? All right, guys. Peace out. Until next time. I'm coming at you. Say hi to my friends. Big bird turds a girl. No comment. <laughs> Take her easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. <laughs>